Hey, yo. Hey. Yo, yo, yo. Peace and blessings, man. Peace and blessings. Yes, indeed. What's up, fam? Man, welcome to the Back to the Lab podcast. I am your kinfolk, DMR. You know what I'm saying? And I know, I know. It's been a long time. I shouldn't have left you without an episode that'll bless you. You know what I'm talking about? Hey, look, man, I appreciate everybody for the love and support. Uh, Everybody that listened to um, the first episode. Um, I appreciate everybody that's been showing love on the TikTok, YouTube, Facebook, IG, threads, all that. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate y'all. Really, though. Really, though. Yo, so uh, it's uh, it's a new episode, man, episode two, you know what I'm saying, and y'all know how we do here at Back to the Lab. We celebrate classic hip-hop albums, legendary MCs, DJs, producers, etc., etc., in a cashmere sweater, you know what I'm saying? It's October 31st, you know, so everybody that's out there getting ready for Halloween right now, you know, if you're going to a costume party, you're taking the kids to go trick-or-treat. A big salute to all of y'all. You know what I'm saying? That's how we doing it. And I got another classic album that I want to bring to the table, man. Y'all know how we do. Y'all know how we do here, man. So, um, if you tuned in to my live on um, October 30th, I got to say the dates and everything because ain't no telling when people going to listen to this. So, if you tuned in to my live on IG uh, the night of October 30th, Monday night, you'll know what my um what my album of the week is. You know what I'm saying? But if you don't and, and you just tapping into the podcast right now, cool, cool, cool. So let me give you a few hints. Let me give you a few hints, man. All right. So in 1998, this album was selected as one of the Source Magazine's 100 best albums. The album was also retrospectively awarded a perfect five mic score by the same magazine in 2002. You know what I'm saying? And in VH1's 2008 ranking of the 100 greatest hip-hop songs, the single Children's Story placed at number 61. So if you don't know who we talking about, now you know, man. We talking about Slick Rick, a.k.a. MC Ricky D., with his debut album, The Great Adventures of Slick Rick. You know what I'm saying? I think I think that deserves a round of applause. If I had some sound effects, I'd show throw it in there right now, man. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, man, just just picture a round of applause right now. You know what I'm saying? Man, classic, classic album, man. I remember the first time I ever heard of Slick Rick. I think it was um I think it was on it was on um, uh, Tougher Than Leather. I think I seen him on Tougher Than Leather for the first time. Because I, I don't know if I ever heard, uh, like, Children's Story. I don't know if I heard that before. You know, but I, I do remember seeing him on Tougher Than Leather when he was performing uh, Treat Her Like a Prostitute. You know, he was he was in the club performing and everything. That was I think that was the first time I ever saw him, man. So, mind you, I'm 12 years old in 1988, you know, when Tougher Than Leather dropped. And 
that song was just crazy to me, man, you know, because I was a kid and, and, and to hear to hear that content, you know what I'm saying, that graphic and everything, that shit was just, shit blew my mind, you know what I'm saying? So I think when I ended up, <clears throat> when I ended up seeing them in a music video or something like that, I don't know which one of the songs I seen first, uh, I, that I seen the video for first, but I think when I seen them in a video, that's why I was like, oh, yo, that's my man from Tougher Than Leather, so... You know, I was already kind of like, I, I was digging him from from the movies. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm really feeling it now, man, because you know now I got more music to hear from him. You know what I'm saying? But just uh, just a little bit more of a backstory about Slick Rick. Uh, you know, he was born in London, January 14, 1965. Uh, he moved to the Bronx. You know, New York, New York City, America. In 1976, you know, which was the year I was born, you know what I'm saying? And um, in high school, he was in a group with Dana Dane and a, and a few other cats. The name of the group was called the Kango Crew. You know, they used to rock their Kangos and the, the Gazelle glasses. With, you know, they, the boys was kind of jazzy back then, man. All right. And then um, he got put on by Dougie Fresh after meeting Ducky Fresh at a talent show in uh, in 1984. And, you know, he made an appearance, guest appearance on the song, the show, and then the B-side, Lottie Dottie. Classic, you know what I'm saying? He went on to start his own, you know, his own path, and he ended up meeting Rick Rubin in 1986 in the U.K. and was signed instantly, you know what I'm saying? I think they said that boy... Put his put his signature on on the contract right then and there at the club that they was at, you know. And after you know after some some ups and downs, you know, uh, um, production differences and stuff like that, man. You know, it, it, it the album finally dropped like a couple of years later, you know, in, in '88, and that's when we get this classic right here, man. I'm talking super duper classic, a timeless classic, man. And '88 is one of my favorite years. In hip hop, so you know you can't miss me when it come when it come to '88, man. I, I love '88 just like that. You know what I'm saying? So um, let's drop some facts real quick about about this classic. All right. So the the actual release date is November first, 1988. So on this recording date is October 31st. So the anniversary is actually tomorrow. The 35th anniversary is tomorrow. All right. It was on Def Jam, Columbia Records. Uh, production was done by, you know, Slick Rick himself, <clears throat> but also Jam Master J, the legend, R.I.P., man. Um, the Bomb Squad, Hank Shockley, Eric Sadler, you know, like they, they worked on Ice Cube. They worked on Public Enemy. Crazy, crazy production crew right there um and also um a guy by the name of jerry martin i'm gonna have to do a little homework and find out with jerry martin it may be uh vance Wright. i don't know that may be his real name we're we gonna find out real quick we're gonna find out but while we doing that um i want to tell y'all that this the reason why this is my album of the week man is because you know for number one it's a milestone anniversary 35 years and, you know, if you tune in to the uh, Back to the Lab live on Instagram, you would know that I like doing the the milestone anniversaries. So, like, 
you know, you're 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, you know, so forth and so on. You know, so with that being said, here in 2023, that makes 1988, you know, a, a special year, you know, because it's 35th anniversary, man, you know, of, of that album. And so many classics dropped that year. So uh, it stood the test of time, man, from 88 to right now in 2023. You can still put this on and laugh at the stories, uh, you know, be amused, entertained by the stories, but at the same time, the lyricism is on point, man. Even even with the storytelling, like the lyricism is on point. His delivery, his cadence was already on point way back in the days, man. He, the, the man was ahead of his time. You know what I'm saying? Um, let me tell you, Nas, Nas said that this album is one of his favorite albums. And also, Busta Rhymes had a lot to say about this album. And I quote, no artist before or since has painted pictures as vividly as Slick Rick did on that album. He embodied what it was to be a superstar. The over-the-top persona, the jewelry, the clothes, his swagger, charisma, attitude. He had that London twain and the mannerisms, but still had the hood mentality, the urban edgy approach. Nobody else had that combination. Man, well said by the OG Buster Rhymes. Well, well said. You know what I'm saying? So what I like to do is I like to get into some of my top five. Well, I mean some of my top five. My top five tracks from this album. You know what I'm saying? Oh, but before I go... Let me drop uh let me drop some facts when it comes to the Billboard charts. It peaked at number 31 on the Billboard 200 and it peaked at number 1. It may have debuted at number 1 if I'm not mistaken, but the peak position was number 1 on the top R&B and hip hop album charts. That's a real good look, man. Very very good look. And then it closed the year out at number 5 on the top R&B albums chart and number 70 on the Billboard 200 with a RIAA certification as platinum and that's over a million copies sold it's probably more than that by now you know what I'm saying I, I'd like to bet that it's, that it's probably uh, 1.5 mil or maybe even double platinum we're not even talking worldwide as well, so keep that in mind, too. All right, all right. So my top five tracks from this album, man. First and foremost, Treat Her Like a Prostitute. That that right there, that's, that's the first song on the album, and that's one of my top five right there. So I'm going to go on and start it off right there with Treat Her Like a Prostitute, man. Crazy storytelling. You can picture. And I was talking last night on a live, and I was saying how he uh he gives you the intro to all his, you know, all his stories. He like set you up with the intro and and he'll gradually take you on a ride, man, with these songs, you know, pause. He'll take you on a on, on a on a journey, man, with the characters in these songs. And he even do the voices and, and, and all that good stuff. Um 
he'll take you to the to the highest point of the song, like where all the action is and, and, and where the story twists and turns and you know, where the most funniest part happens that, you know, that's like the, the apex of the story. And then, you know, he'll he'll bring you down and, and, and you know, go ahead and put the conclusion on to it. I love the way he put he put his rhymes, man. I love the way he put his stories. And it's been like that since way back. I mean, that's why I say Slick Rick is ahead of his time. Well, he was ahead of his time. He was ahead of his time. Right now, it's, it's still butter. It's still money. You know what I'm saying? But back in 88, oh, man, I can, I can just imagine hearing some stuff like this for the very first time. You know, and the way, and I'm finna get to more of the tracks because it got some crazy stories on some of the other tracks too. You know what I'm saying? So just rock, rock with me. So my number two track that I, that I like, oh, oh, first let me, let me make sure I, um, I put out there who produced each one of these songs that I'm talking about. So Treat Her Like a Prostitute was produced by Slick Rick. You know, that was Slick Rick and, and Vance Wright, if I'm not mistaken. Vance Wright is the DJ who I feel like don't never get no flowers. You know, never get his flowers, man. With the with the classic work that he did as, as DJ and co-producer on this album right here, DJ Vance Wright need to get his flowers, man. So, you know, I'm going to put that in the universe, and I want to see that happen just a little bit more in the future. All right, fam? Yeah, so Treat Her Like a Prostitute, yeah, produced by Slick Rick. That's all I'm seeing as far as the credit goes. It just say Slick Rick. All right. So uh, the next song, man, Children's Story. That, that's that's my, my number two. Uh, not in no order, but just, just in chronological order how they come on the album. Children's Story is my joint. Even my daughter love this song right here. You know, you almost everybody can rap this song word for word. You know, once upon a time not long ago. When people wore pajamas and lived life slow. The laws were stern and justice stood. And people were behaving like they're all too good. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's just one of them songs, man, that you can just rap along with at a party or while you're riding down the freeway or whatever, man. It's just one of them joints. And then, like I say, it's, it's got it's got its uh it's its highest point, you know, it's, it's climax, and then, you know, he brings it down, you know, when the when the cop shot the kid and all that good stuff. So yeah, man. Dope joint, man. Dope joint. That that's that's um that's my number two right there. Okay. Number three, the Indian girl, an adult story. Davy, Davy Crockett, King of the Wild Frontier. Yeah, hey man. Whoo, this is a joint right here. This the joint right here, man. I remember hearing this back when I was a kid. And I think I had a dub. And I ended up getting a real copy of this. You know what I'm saying? Um, I remember I used to listen to this shit. I used to make sure nobody would hear me listening to it. You know, like my mama, my uncle, my grandmother, something like that. Man, crazy, crazy story about the Indian girl. You know what I'm saying? And going back, you know, going back to her home or or village or whatever re- reservation and um and the pops you know the pops cooked the food but the food was horrible and all that and you know him him rapping with and the girl her name was running rabbit so him rapping with running rabbit and singing to her and 
you know, trying to trying to croon us so he can, you know, get her loose and everything. Yeah, this is this was a dope man. And then the ending, the ending is what always take me out. You know what I'm saying with the with the crabs and everything, man. So yeah, if you ain't heard this, you know you need to hear this, man. This this whole album will have you rolling, man. You know what I'm saying. Uh, and if you ain't heard it in a while, run that back. You know what I'm saying for the anniversary or whenever you hear this podcast. That'll kind of be your cue to, you know, play it again, man, because funny-ass story, classic story. You know what I'm saying? Um, my next joint, my next joint, um, number four, I'm going to have to go with Hey Young World. Yeah, man. Hey Young World is, that's that's like I said, man, timeless, timeless. My my daughter could listen to that song and and still understand what, you know, what the song is trying to say. You know about about you know being being kind to your to your moms to your parents and and how to live when you out there in the streets how to move and everything you know staying away from the drugs and everything I mean it's just crazy stealing like it's 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 a good look man like I know we usually hear like the funny stories from Slick Rick but he still have ways to you know hit home with the message and some of the stuff that he's saying so. Hey, Young World is definitely, definitely one of one of my joints, man. Definitely one of my joints. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't gonna even lie. I, you know, I, and I went to go see uh, Slick Rick at the Rock the Bells, um, at the Rock the Bells Festival this year. You know, um, out there in Queens, and when he performed Hey Young World, and I was just like rapping along to that song and um, just thinking about the lyrics. Like it, I, I kind of got choked up a little bit, man. Cause number one, I, I ain't gonna never be, you know, that that twelve year old kid again that that heard this shit for the first time. Um, but at the same time, I'm thinking about the future of, of my seed. You know what I'm saying? And especially my daughter, because I'm putting her on to this shit, and she twelve years old. You know, the same age I was when the shit came out. So I'm putting her on to the slick Rick. She twelve years old, and it's the fiftieth year of hip hop. So it's just it's just a lot of you know crazy things that was going through my mind that that day when I was uh when I was you know watching them perform, man, and it it, it hit home, bro. Like it it kind of got got me choked up, and you know I almost cried a little bit, man. I think I did share a couple of tears. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm, I'm trying to be hard, but yeah, I think I did share a couple of tears, though, man. It was that joint. I ain't gonna lie. Um. And my number five joint, I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to go back. Um, I'm gonna have to go back and say the moment I feared. That's that's number five, and that's that's back up on the track list. You know what I'm saying? I should have said that after Children's Story, because it's the song right after Children's Story. But um, yeah, yeah, the moment I feared. Another one of those joints, man. Where you know it, it's a funny story. It's cool to, you know, rock along with it and listen to it. But when it got to the end, it was a funny twist when it come to, um, you know, the, the, the character that he was rapping about. I mean, he was rapping uh, and saying that it was him, but we, we know it wasn't really him. Because the the character that he was rapping about ended up going to jail and getting his manhood taken. You know what I'm saying? So just go back, listen to it, 
it'll trip you out, man. You know, I think this is kind of like scared straight on wax. You know what I'm saying? Because at 12 years old, mind you, like I said, in 88, I was 12 listening to this shit. This was kind of one of them, one of them songs that was like, oh shit, man, fuck no, like, nah, 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 we ain't going to jail, we ain't going to jail, man, none of that. So, if you know the story that takes place in the song, then you, you know you know why he ended up in jail because he, you know, he ended up smoking some dude or whatever. But yeah, man, you know, it, it, it had his lessons to it, and you know, it'll entertain you. It, it, I mean, it'll entertain you while it's while it's playing, but then when it get down to the end of the song, man, you know, it got a message to it. So, I always wanna uh, wanna big up Slick Rick for his uh, for his ability to, to to give you a fire song, you know, lyrically, uh, sonically with the you know with the the production and everything that he came with, but at the same time he taught you a lesson. It was a message in all of the songs as well. You know what I'm saying? So. Definitely want to give him his look, man. Slick Rick is one of the greatest storytellers out there, if not the the greatest storyteller. You know what I'm saying? I was talking last night on my live with uh with Rich, uh Rich Notch, who I'm, you know, actually coming out with a with an EP with this Friday, November third. But like I said, I don't know when y'all gonna hear this. But if it's past November third, then go to any streaming platform that you use to get your music and stream New York to Texas connection. Tall Genius, Rich Notch, and DMR. You know what I'm saying? I hope you love it. Yeah, but uh, we were talking about other great storytellers. And you know who came up. You know, Nas, Ghostface, Scarface, Cool G Rap, you know, Andre 3000. But they were all influenced by Slick Rick. You know what I'm saying? And some of them have, you know, like deeper catalogs to where that might put them at the forefront when it comes to who's the greatest storyteller. You know, if you look at it like that. But I feel like Slick Rick fathered them all. Each and every last one of them, man. You know, we got we got some dope stories from all them MCs I named, man. Even Hove. You know, we got some dope stories from all them MCs. But I feel like Slick Rick fathered them all. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Yeah, man. So I hope y'all enjoyed uh, this episode. I hope y'all enjoyed this this convo. Um, I'm going to try not to let the episodes, um, you know, uh, go go so long. You know, you know I'm going to try to make sure I'm uploading them, you know, in a consistent manner. I got a lot of things popping off, but ain't nothing wrong with sitting down, man, micing up, and, you know, just talking a little hip-hop with y'all. You know what I'm saying? Who knows who will end up hearing this? Who knows who I'll turn on to this Slick Rick album? Man, this is this is a classic, like I said. And I got it on vinyl. I just got it on vinyl. You know, it's, a, it's the 50th hip-hop anniversary edition of the album. It was it was other uh, versions of the album, man, like the exclusive, the deluxe, and all that good stuff, you know. Um, and so I, I got one of the the many the many different uh, versions of this album. But however, you know, I got 
all of the tracks, man. And, you know, it's cool to put that joint on the turntable and just let it rock because it's a back-to-back banger. Back-to-back. Even though I got my top five, man, it's still it's still a back-to-back banger. You know what I'm saying? All right, y'all. So until next time, my brothers and my sisters, I hope y'all stay tapped in to the social media platforms, man, to, you know, stay on point with what I got going on. Uh, the music, the uh, the tributes, the dedications, um, the live streams, all of that good stuff, man. Make sure y'all tapping in. Make sure y'all tapping in. I, I appreciate it. I do appreciate it, man. You know, when I see all the views and all the likes and the shares and everything, you know, it, it really makes me feel like I'm doing what I need to do for hip-hop. You know, I'm keeping the cycle going. I'm keeping, I'm keeping you know, some of these guys relevant, along with other content creators as well. I'm not just going to say I'm doing it all by myself, but along with other content creators as well. You know, we're keeping these people relevant, man. We're making sure that the youth know who they are, you know, and they not forgotten, man. You know, some of these these artists, man, you know, they, you know, God forbid, you know, but hey, they're going to be gone, you know, soon, man. And I just don't want them to just wither off into history, man, and nobody ever mention them again. So that's what I'm here for. That's what I'm here for, y'all. And I, I hope I vocalize that right and, you know, and, and helps you understand what I'm trying to do with this platform and y'all support means a lot to me because y'all share it and y'all putting other people onto this so that's what's up y'all I, y'all gonna get me choked up nah nah I'm just bullshit right now but for real though for real it's, it's really heartfelt I'm really really feeling the love and I'm really really feeling the fact that you know I'm doing what I gotta do for this culture and making sure we don't forget these legends y'all so like I said until next time Keep on celebrating classic hip-hop albums, legendary MCs, DJs, producers, etc., etc., in a cashmere sweater. I'm your kinfolk DMR. You have just been a witness of Back to the Lab podcast episode two. Stay tuned for more, and we appreciate your love, man. One love.